Your reservation is ready. And we're on. Yeah, I had to hit you with the remix. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the 2023 version. Yes, I got tired of saying it the other way. No. <laughs> oh, happy new year. Yes, happy new year. Uh, Merry like, Christmas. Have I seen your face? Happy no. I like, this is the Black first time we've even. Month, all kind of stuff. I don't think I've seen you since December. Since the last time we no. recorded. No. No. Yeah. No. This is the first time I've laid, laid my eyes on you. Good to see you. Yes, you too. You know, you, you look the same. I hope I looked better last time. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I was looking better last time. But but I guess that's yeah. good. That means I didn't age with that last birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but first, I want to definitely start out by saying uh, Happy New Year and welcome back to our listeners. Uh, we are here um, <laughs> a whole month and some weeks two days (laughs) into a new year we were not uh hoping to wait that long but uh, we are going to make it happen um thank you for continuing to like download and subscribe i think along the way we lost two listeners so our goal this year is to earn you back (laughs) nah once they leave they can't come back but we can replace them well maybe they'll tell somebody else they hate us and then (laughs) And they'll come listen. They'll listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See how bad we are. You're right. They were awful, but I love it. I am, of course, your co-host, Alicia. And with me and only today, <laughs> I have my girl. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's your girl. I guess I'm still going to be. I'm Ladiva. I'm tired. I don't, I'm. It's your girl. I want, you, I want you. I want you to pick a name, and this is what I'm, we're gonna be for 2023. I, I'm not. I'm not sure yet. I'm still. I'm still feeling it out. <laughs> so I'm gonna just be. Right. I'm gonna just be me right now. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not today, and that's Barry White's last groupie. Girl, so. the way I was dying <laughs> was like. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll the hop into that. Embarrassment in a, in a second. of it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, to our listeners, of course, you can hear we are void of our other seat and our voice. Um, Jonathan, the professor, was not able to record. Our schedules just could not uh, make it happen this week for our first show of the year. We didn't want you guys waiting too much longer. So, Diva and I are here, and we're gonna hold it down for him. And uh, of course, we miss him. And um, we can't wait to hear about how his trip went. <laughs> I know. I mean, um, that that was going to be the whole, that was probably going to take up the whole I show. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, in the first country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> of course, uh, shout out to the entire UNU network. All of the shows can be found on both Twitter and IG at UANDU underscore network. Uh, unprocessed knowledge. Cody Sheem. Separate the two. A taste to consider. And three stars, two bars. Uh, speaking of which, did you, did you see the the post I shared today for three stars, two bars, my IG. I didn't, I saw you post okay. it, but I didn't get a chance to look at it. Okay. No, no, no worries. I, I just shared their, um, their post. So they had a really interesting topic. I just wanted, since we have a, a few minutes today, um, <laughs> it was, it was a really, really interesting topic. So I, like I said, I do try to make sure that I listen and pop into all of the, the fellas from time to time. Um, but at the top of their show this past Sunday, they asked the question, if you had to choose, you had the choice and, and you had to choose between five minutes with God or five million dollars, mm-hmm. which one would you choose? Um, and why? 
I'm going to go with, <laughs> and I think we talked about this before because I know what, what our missing co-host said, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go the other route. I think I probably would spend my five minutes with God because I feel like he can tell me everything I need to know in those five minutes. I can find out what I need to know to make more mm-hmm. than that $5 million and probably get mm-hmm. the answer to some things that that $5 million on its own would probably not be able to help me with. So for me, I'm going to take my five minutes and make the yeah. most of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I absolutely agree. Uh, my reason was a little different. Um, but I, I definitely choose easily five million, five, ooh, five, million, five minutes with God. Um, and I think for me, you know, this, this time on this earth is not promised mm-hmm. to even spend or earn five million dollars. Right. And so, you know, I'm a believer, you know, and I believe in uh, eternal life once we leave this worldly one. So I would actually ask him. Are you on track? To, <laughs> what about, how, how, am I getting to heaven? God, like. <laughs> What I need to what do, like, to let, me this, you know. let me know. Let me know if I got some time. I need to fix some things, you know. <laughs> I need to know, like, what I need to do, God. Uh, but, yeah, I I, I want to know. Like, I mean, and I would tweet, share. Barry White, uh, that was you, last right? Barry group White's last group. <laughs> she said oh. that she would drop hey. her draw on the stage. <laughs> For Barry White, once he started dropping <laughs> that voice. He's like, we're just going to start right here. We're just going to start right here with this one. <laughs> I need to go back. I need to go back and repent for that guy. Uh, okay. But yeah, but but to my point, you know, <laughs> I need to know the things that, you know, I need to fix or the things that I would have time to fix to ensure that I, I can spend an eternity um, in heaven. Yeah. Right. Like I want to go. <clears throat> yeah. So that's that's what I would do. So th- there was a, an interesting um, few responses. And so I think the people who were, you know, saying like five million dollars, you know, someone said on their show, oh, well, I can get five minutes with God anytime, you know. Um, and I said, well, that's not really the the loophole, right? Because, right, we get five minutes but but is he, to actually sit and have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think someone else said, yeah, give me that five million dollars, you know, because, you know, I, that's but but you're not even guaranteed to spend the rest of your life here to spend five million. You know what I'm saying? You could get five million today and be gone tomorrow. So get it today, um, be gone yeah, today. it was. <laughs> Listen, gone here today, gone today. But yeah, yeah. So it was just an, an interesting um, set of questions. My mother, when I asked her, she said, um, yeah, I probably would spend five minutes with him and ask for five million. <laughs> I said, exactly. Right. Um, but yeah, but but I think everyone's five minutes obviously looks different. But I, I think that I agree, you know, definitely agree with people who uh, chose you know five minutes and no judgment for people who chose you know five million dollars I think you have your reason but yeah yeah I'm definitely no I don't think any amount of money could could yeah 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 nope yeah but shout out to three stars two bars a really great show this Sunday if you guys have an opportunity uh check them out um yes so I guess we have like a month and a half, almost two months of catching up to do. Yeah. Uh, as much as we can. I was say, we probably can't without... touch on everything. <laughs> you probably got more uh, to report than me. You know? <laughs> do I? Yeah. <laughs> do I? Yeah. Well, yeah, I've, I've had um, a lot. I guess tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be a month on my, my new job. Congratulations. Um, thank you. And I, I'm absolutely in love. <laughs> uh, it's just a, a really healthy environment. I, I think um, 
it's a it's a completely different environment from anything that I've ever worked in before. Um, and there were a bunch of promotions three weeks into me starting. Mm-hmm. And so that the one promotion of my director sort of gave the ripple effect for everyone else. Um, and so to see that those people who had been there aren't overlooked, like they automatically right. get the opportunity um, to be in those roles, as, even if it's acting, right? Right. Um, Internal uh, promotion is yeah is huge because a lot of places don't promote from within. So yeah, so it was it was just really good to see. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm loving it, and um, you know, I kind of joke with my mom. I said I, I feel like. You know, I'm home. You know, I, I'm not one to, to jump jobs. I think when I've been forced to kind of move along, um, it's been through layoffs. You know, mm-hmm. I got laid off from my position in 2021. Um, and, you know, I got laid off from Enterprise. So I always feel like these oper- those those moments just kind of force me along. And obviously they've all kind of forced me in the, the path and the direction that um, I've been so fortunate to to head in um but yeah I feel like for the first time that this is some place that I could actually see myself retiring Mm -hmm. like really long term you know and and I mean obviously if other opportunities come and I'm 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 seen as a fit for those like that's fine but no if the promotion potential is here Mm -hmm. like I have I have some some time and some movement that I can make here so yeah um yeah, that's how yeah. I feel so in I'm, my position too. Yeah, I'm really happy. I'm really happy. I'm really excited, and uh, yeah, and happy to be back where I am in DC. I really miss the area. <laughs> you can have that. That you can yeah. have, but Mm-mm. but I absolutely love it because we're not even close enough to do lunch, right? I don't know. Were you? Um, well, you know, because you're at your different office because you were over on Lafont. I'm the still there. One. I literally crossed the street. From LaFont Plaza? Mm-hmm. I just crossed the street from one building to the next. Oh, we're a walk. We're a walking distance. Really? That's a nice walk, but we can be halfway. I don't know about no nice walk. We'll talk about it when the, when the weather gets uh, Girl, better. exactly is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about but it But yeah. But yeah, how was your birthday? It was good. I had to think about it. You sure? I was like, you sure? I had to think about it because, you know, my my birthday stuff has been canceled and rescheduled and then now canceled I again. Um, but but as a whole, I mean, I think I had a really good birthday. Um, my parents and the kids took me out on my birthday. And, hey. and that was fun um, to actually go out. Like I actually took off of work. You know, you you, you can look for forward you. to that once you start getting your leave since you in a new role. But um. oh, girl, no, my leave transfer. Oh, it did good, good, good. My, yeah, good. no, we still we still building. Good. Girl, <laughs> I'm still trying to run. Yeah. I'm still trying to run through some of my um, leave I had to carry over from last year. But that's another story. But um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I was able to take off on my birthday for the first time in like forever. Good. Like I normally Good. always work. So just being able to relax and kind of chill because Christmas was hectic. You know, um, I think when, when I did the math, I had like 14, 15 people at my house for Christmas. Hey. So um, being able to get that rest beforehand and being able to take off after Christmas um, to kind of just <laughs> recuperate because yeah. um, it was a lot. So um can't complain you know I didn't I didn't travel (coughs) 
<laughs> is that my is that my or cue? do anything <laughs> like you know crazy was for, my, for my birthday but you know my birthday was, was that good. my lead-in? my birthday was good i didn't even get to have my 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 annual birthday shot with my birthday buddy but I know. you know i know this took one for you though i think at some point i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure there was at least one <laughs> <laughs> there were several <laughs> but i did i mean i did get to have a couple drinks too with without the the shot synchronization but um but yeah Good. so I, I feel like we got to reschedule that actually yeah, so. definitely. Um, but it's good. Yeah, good. Yeah. So your birthday is is uh, his birthday, of course. And um, we were somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I think the last time we talked about the little surprise that I was planning for his birthday and, um, and for Christmas. So it ended up being uh, a trip to California. Um, little. When I initially started researching, <laughs> it was funny because I started looking, you know, early early August um early August I I started kind of putting something together because the schedule for the NFL had come out Mm -hmm. and I saw that the commanders were playing uh the 49ers on Christmas Eve uh and so I said oh well that would be something fun to do Mm um but I just had never been to California. He'd never been to California. And I said, well, we should try to make something. I wanted to make something of it. And so it just kind of snowballed into um, a a flight. Um, We left on Sunday uh, before uh, the birthday and um, landed in in LA, which was an interesting experience in itself. Have you been to LA? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, it's the, the luggage took I felt like an hour to come off the plane. And I was like, what is happening? And so immediately I started spending money. Like the Uber <laughs> down the street was like. <laughs> so my response like was, I'm just going to start acting like I work for the cartel. Go ahead. I, like, I, like, I, felt like, I felt like the whole trip, all I could see is like the little tally in my head of like, oh shit, oh shit. Like it was a literal running tally in my head, like of every dime that I was, I was spending that, I mean, I'm not going to say like I didn't necessarily anticipate, but yeah. At some point was, in time, it, I'm, I'm thinking you blacked out and just stopped paying attention to the tally. You were like, forget it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm already yeah, and I, and I'm too, and I've I'm actually refused, in. I've actually refused to open my bank statement to kind of reconcile my budget because I'm like, yeah, it's just <laughs> it's over. It's just done. I'm just going to move gone. forward from here. But yeah, so and so the Uber guy, you know, picks us up uh, from the airport. Really nice guy and gave us like some really great inside information. Um, and so he gets us to the hotel. And so the first hotel, we, which was just not too far, which I, I learned that the uh, LAX is actually in Inglewood. So, I, you know, I'm thinking, you know, Inglewood someplace else, but it's actually like in the hood, you know. <laughs> so the first hotel was actually quite hood, you know, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh shit, I fucked up. Like, did I read these reviews? Um, but I said to myself, it's okay because that there was an, another part of the trip coming and this particular place was just for a night. And we right. just needed to survive the one night, right? And so, you know, I I I didn't really, you know, tell kind of everything that I had done, but I created these little cards for him to kind of guess, you know, each step of the trip and so the first card I'd given him was at the airport in Charlotte and so the next card I'd given him um I think I gave him Monday morning as we woke up but Sunday night you know we're like hey we're not too hungry you know we're still like (laughs) you know tripping over the flight this is the longest flight I've ever been on I've never been on any anything it was a direct flight from Charlotte to, uh, to LAX so 
we we said, you know what, let's just run. There's a McDonald's, you know, right out right outside of the hotel and, you know, a gas station. So let's just grab something, you know, something light to eat and some snacks to get us through the night. And so we're standing in the McDonald's diva. And I swear to God, <laughs> I'm, I'm standing there and we, we order the food and kind of stand off to the side. And this girl and guy walk in and he kind of like stands up. And so I, I, as he's standing up, I kind of catch the girl and I said, look like Krishan. Nah. <laughs> and so I look back at him and he was like, oh shit, it's blue face and Krishan. <laughs> Diva. In Inglewood <laughs> at like 10 o'clock at night, Krishan and Blueface walk into this McDonald's and I'm like, my first celebrity sighting <laughs> is the toxic Krishan and Blueface. Mind you, she's fussing at him. <laughs> I was about to say that's, that's all you needed to know to confirm it was really them is the, the argument. Like, it was like, this is so serious. Like, really? Is this what L.A. is? But anyway, it was so funny. We laughed the whole night. It was like, and, and then we only saw, you know, them. It was like my entire celebrity sighting for the trip. Um, but it was good. It was good. And so the, the next morning I'd given them the next card and the guess was that we were doing um, a, a cruise um, to Ensenada, Mexico out of Long Beach. Um, and so we, you know, kind of get up and start our day and the weather's gorgeous in L.A. And um, it was just a nice day. The Our Uber driver, you know, Ting, ting, ting. You know, the dollar signs are going off. So the Uber driver has to take us from L.A. to Long Beach. <laughs> uh, but he starts telling us all these, you know, just great little things about L.A. And um, he's been there his whole life and um, just points out just some really spectacular things. You just kind of had to be there in the moment. But um, we do get on um, the cruise with Carnival. Uh, and it's a we only do the one port. But it was just a really, really, really nice trip. Um I paid to do carnival to like do the room decoration. Um, now, let me tell you this. I'll tell you this. And then I'm gonna... <laughs> so, you know, when we took our cruise, right. we both bought a bottle of, of Hennessy. Yeah. I, I'm and still so hearing the recap in the stories about that, that uh, <laughs> like last month, actually. Um... <laughs> so I said my, my friend, Robin, she tells me that there's these little cruise things that you can put empty bottles. So they appear like they're shampoo bottles or something. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I ordered these bottles. And so the plan was to stop at the store, buy the bottle of Hennessy because I've already purchased for the cruise, um, some Don Julio for him. You know, I'm not a fan of tequila. So that was for him. You know, it's his birthday. So, you know, he gets the tequila. I, I did like a bottle of champagne. So there's only a two alcohol, like, max so you can't order anything else so my plan was to stop on the way to the port buy this bottle of Hennessy fill up my shampoo bottles and get them going good plan right you left the bottles in um Charlotte <laughs> no I did I did make the bottles the bottles were there but as we pull up to the port I kind of have to stand off to the side to try to you know open the bottle to port and so the this one guy i'm not gonna shout i'm not gonna say his name but the the one guy comes over because we look kind of shady like in the cut trying to figure out these bottles and i said hey my man i just want this bottle in this suitcase to make it to my room and i said can we make it happen he was like yeah yeah no problem so i tipped him you know pretty decent tip but sure enough my hennessy made it to the room <laughs> but that's good 
Yes. So uh, I was about to say, yeah, if so, he'd have been like, absolutely not. And uh, yeah. <laughs> you'd have had to stand yeah. outside and drink that bottle real quick. A little nervous. Yeah. We had some other, you know, fun stuff in the bag. So I was like, yeah, just make sure the bag is in check. Just get it on the boat. Uh, but yeah, we had a, a really amazing trip. Um, had the room decorated. So he was really, really um, happy about that. And I actually did the upgrade because, you know, I've gone on cruises and really never thought about paying for the balconies. But I can never go back now. <laughs> It was you just actually really, went out really... on the balcony. Yeah, I would be terrified. You remember how I was on the cruise ship? Oh my god! When we were sitting oh outside god. and the boat would start to move, I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna oh move no. it in. I'm gonna move it oh inward." No. Oh no, I was I would be up and and he he he'll probably tell he'll probably say this on on their show, but I didn't sleep like I could not sleep like the time difference just mm-hmm. my body never got it right it never and I think by the time it was ready to get it, it was time to go. So so I'm up at what five o'clock in the morning right Mm -hmm. but it's really two o'clock in the morning you know so i'm my body is just right like so i really so i would be out on the balcony you know early in the morning enjoying the view and you know i have i've posted a couple videos and pictures but um but yeah yeah so it was nice and for his birthday i I, I did the uh the steakhouse reservation and we didn't even eat like it was such a waste of money (laughs) um and so before we left, um, the next card was the trip and the flight to uh, San Francisco. So it was to tell him about the game. And um, and so he'd never, uh, of course, been to the home game mm-hmm. for the 49ers. Um, and I've never seen my commanders outside of D.C., uh, so, yeah, so um, we, we get back to L.A. and we flew to Santa Clara um, and spent the day there and did the hustle and bustle of San Francisco. And if you're counting along, yes, my dollar sounds are still counting in my head because, yes, we had to Uber because I refused to drive. Um, I ref- absolutely refused to drive. And I'm glad I didn't because on the, the 101, which mm-hmm. if you guys are familiar with that, like I did not see a speed limit. And I uh-huh. felt like everybody was going 100 miles an hour. And That's I'm about like, right. how? I'm like, what is the speed limit? We had the 101 um, in Arizona, too. It- I said that was insane. So there was no no speed limit on the 101. Um, I was a little like There nervous. is a speed limit, though, because I've gotten a ticket. In California, um, and <laughs> in San Francisco. No, I got it when we were down um, for closer to um, L.A. Um, okay. Speeding on the one on one. I I mean, I was on the highway. And there was no signs, like you said, and I got pulled over for not obeying the speed limit. But I was like, please show me where there's a sign <laughs> because I'm just driving oh. because there's no sign. But apparently, there's a sign. I just don't know where, where, but <laughs> okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, we, we spent the, the day and, and did some tours and I, uh, found a really nice boat cruise, mm-hmm. um, to, for the bay. So we did a little tour of the bay, which is where I think he got, he got sick cause it was a little chilly out there. Um, but he powered through that night. I think he started feeling bad, but we, we pushed through the game and of course the 49ers won. Um, and yeah, and we, we flew back home, uh, Christmas morning. So this, that was my first time ever flying on a holiday. Um, ever. <laughs> I was a little nervous, but it was the first flight out. And I was thinking that when we got back to Charlotte, like we would not see these crowds, but apparently it's a really big travel day. Like mm-hmm. the, the airports were 
packed. I was like, oh my God. But our pilot was like, yeah, sit down, buckle up. It's time to go at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> in San Francisco. Um, but yeah, it was a, a really nice trip. Um, I hope, I, I think that he enjoyed it. I think that he um, enjoyed everything that was planned for him because he absolutely deserved it. I think, and for both of us, we've, we've you know, as parents, you don't really get to travel um you know, or think you can travel around the holidays, um, you know, without your kids and things like that. But our kids are older and, you know, we were still able to get back and um, and see his children. Um, my child, of course, was uh, in Maryland, but, you know, she FaceTimed the whole day. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was good, though. It was a, a really, really great experience. And, um, yeah, definitely. Well, we'll have to see uh, if I'm y'all glad. if y'all tell the same the same um, story or not. <laughs> <laughs> We will. <laughs> I think we will. <laughs> He'll probably tell a more animated version. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But yeah, so we'll have to wait to hear about Jonathan's trip uh, when he gets back. Um, but yeah, so I know there's been a ton going on. We definitely want to take some time to um, definitely send our uh, condolences and our you know sincerest thoughts and prayers to the the family of Tyree Nichols. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know this is such a um, I feel like we're, we're taking a shift because I think that before it was really the focus on um, officers in these same situations being white. Right. Um, I know that probably all of us felt a way when they came out and they were black. Um, I think immediately I said it had to be personal, you know, and um, I I was I was sort of stuck and adamant on not um watching any portions of the video uh, but I decided to um and yeah it was it was just I was I was stunned by what I saw um I feel like the Memphis police took all of the right steps you know as far as they could to try to get ahead of it right I think which is why which is why we probably didn't see the gravity of the protest around the country I think they were more isolated in in Memphis. Um, But, you know, I think that it really sent a a message to um, police, police organizations around the world that you have to be proactive because it was the right thing to do. And, um, you know, I I think that they will not see another day. Well, I, I know they're out on bond, but I do anticipate them spending a lot of time in jail. I would like to say that they need to be proactive, not only when the officers are black, but um, anytime. Because uh, there, I do still kind of feel like I'm not 100 percent sure if the officers were white and it was still a black and it was a black person, if they would have acted as expeditiously as they did but um well well let me just say this and and i'll and i'll say this because i i asked the same question um to um to my co-workers mm-hmm. uh and so i was <laughs> <laughs> you like that didn't you yes <laughs> and uh and so i was told that a lot of cities um have uh, collective bargaining agreements, so unions mm-hmm. and processes that would prohibit that type of action. And so had Memphis had certain unions or certain processes to prevent that from happening, it probably would not have happened that way. But then I think maybe the bigger thing that needs to be a call for all 
unions to just kind of revamp your agreement. If you have officers who have killed somebody, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's an extenuating circumstance, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think, I think that there's still due process. Um, but, but I think that this evidence was just so right. overwhelming. Right. Yeah. So I, I think there's a, a little difference in this than what we've, some of what we've seen, I'm not going to say a hundred percent, but certainly some of what we've seen. Right. Um, yeah, I think, when it, yeah, especially I, if you have, you know, like you're saying, the evidence, you've got the the, the support. Like, it's it, you can't deny yeah. it. It's right here. And we've seen that in yeah. other cases. Don't need to go down the rabbit hole with all those. But when it's that type of thing, I think that is something that needs to be immediately addressed and immediately handled. And like you said, it may help to contain some of that outrage that we see mm-hmm. where cities mm-hmm. are being burned down and people are tearing up mm-hmm. stuff. If you take some form of immediate action, even if it's to the point of just initially removing them from duty mm-hmm. until you can, you know, terminate or what have you, but like something has to happen. I think people, like I saw a lot of people well, were in, were in outrage with the other one, the, the white guy. It's how it took a few days for them to be able to, but he didn't get fired. They put him on administrative leave, you know, but yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there was, you know, a question of just actions that were taken and the gravity of it, but yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's funny to me. I think that the officers were just so oblivious to the cameras, even their own cameras, you know, we are in 2023, right? Like at what point well, like do these my, officers start thinking my theory was <clears throat> and again i'll just want to put it out here i have not watched the video um i currently am still standing on i don't want to see it i've heard enough people recount what happened um i listened to my dad tell me um a lot of stuff and just hearing the tone in his voice and you know hearing him talk about how people were actually you know grown men were crying when they were speaking about it and stuff um I just know I'm not in a place right now where I where I want to watch it um but I feel like from just from prior cases as well a lot of times I think that the officers have found ways to to where they can kind of manipulate the angles of their body cameras to try to make it seem like it's something else I think what they didn't count on was him running and then it changing the area in which the bulk of the assault took place Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they couldn't account for the cameras that were there because they thought they were going to be able to control it and contain it right there Mm -hmm. when they took him out the car. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the reason why they felt they could get away with it is because they didn't, they didn't bank on that, but thankfully, thankfully but to my point, but, but to my point, like we have come, there are cameras everywhere. And, and to the point that even the, the kid that the officers did the unlawful entry, I don't know if you sent me this, um, but there were two detectives looking for a missing girl. I don't know where this was, but there were two detectives uh, looking for a missing girl and they end up at a boy's house, her, her friend who apparently she had come by, um, but they opened the door and there, there's a camera on the inside of this family's house. And so they opened the door, mm-hmm. no warrant and like kind of just opened it. And so the kid, the, the, the kid comes down, who's a, a resident, her friend, and they literally walk in and like handcuff him and like everything. And it's all on camera. 
No, I had I so, didn't see so, that. I didn't send that to you. I'm, I'll, I'll try to find it. But but my point is is that you're gonna get caught. Like right. it's something. Someone always watching. Like it is. That's just where we are right now. And and just and just it, it just sort of speaks to the um the ideology that that they're just bigger. I was gonna say, yeah, they they think they're above the law, you know, and it yeah, doesn't help for sure. when you look at like sure. leadership, when you look at current presidents, past presidents who have been able to finagle their way out of stuff because of who they are, their role, stuff like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. All that comes into play, but um, again, just to echo what you said, you know, definitely sending condolences for mm-hmm. um, the family of Tyree Nichols. Um, again, I'm not I, I probably won't be in a discussion with y'all about the video. Like if Jonathan comes back and we want to talk about the video, I'll just have to listen to y'all talk <laughs> no, about no, it. I'm, I, but yeah, no, um, <laughs> no, I think I, I've, I've watched it once and, and once was enough. Um, yeah, I think I was just just astonished. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of death. Yeah. Uh, I know that, uh, Lisa, Lisa Marie died. Mm-hmm. Lisa Marie Presley. She passed away. And so rest in peace. Everyone's and... grandma, grandma Holla passed oh, away. Oh, I know. I know. I bet she had such a great life. Yeah. I, she I mean, she was funny. Life. She was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was hilarious. Could you imagine living such a quiet life and like your, your 15 minutes of fame comes at the end? Like that's. <laughs> right. And it, I mean, it was like a more than 15 and minutes. And she was you know, cutting but... up the entire cutting time. Up. Cutting up. But this has been her life, right? She she, like, she's famous for being exactly who she is. Yeah. Like, I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love that for her. Yeah. And then um, on the other end, we lost um, Randy Gonzalez, the father from yeah. um, the Inky Boys. So um, rest in peace to him. He yeah. was 35. I didn't know it was cancer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so sad. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry that, that he has that. Uh, he, he lost his, his dad. Um, I do love that he has uh, a memorial of, of memories. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So many things memorialized with his dad. So right. I love that he for can him. And go back and look at those videos and things. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, just uh, a lot. Um, but we are in February. Happy we are. Second day of Black History Apparently, Month. I'm not allowed to celebrate it yet. I found out last night, but um, I got to wait for a few more. Until? A few more days into the month or something because, you know, the percentages of blackness. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> well, no, because I think maybe I didn't tell you we we did a call. You know my mother, so this isn't shocking. We did a call last night. We did a virtual call with my mom's family, and on that call, they ran through the um, ancestry uh, chart um, and were trying to trace back lineage. Because, long story short, um, you know my mom, my mom's. Uh, mom's side of the family so my maternal grandmother they were from Martinique but apparently prior to going to Martinique they actually were from St. Martin so someone is apparently interested in some property in St. Martin that they found we are the heirs to so we had this family meeting to discuss what we want to do with this property um in saint martin but in doing so found out all kinds of stuff like my mom's um cousin and what um, his dad so her uncle they were like actually um indian chiefs 
for the, uh, is it the Shinnecock Indian tribe? So she's one part Indian, one part Mexican, one part Caucasian, one part West Indian, and one part African-American. So she's got all five of those. So <laughs> really explains a lot. Really explains the personality. Yeah, really. it actually does. Like, I, I wasn't shocked. And like then looking at like, her <laughs> and then looking at all her relatives that it. were on the call yeah. and so they all look the same and have those same certain features and stuff. And I was like, all of this makes sense. But the takeaway was that apparently everyone needed to wait a few more days that we weren't able to celebrate the entire month of um, Black History Month. <laughs> <So, laughs> okay. so, I don't think that's the way that works. But so, <laughs> I think if you're black, you're black. <laughs> I, I was like, well, look, that's I'm black. They, I was like, as far as I'm concerned, I am. I, I'm entitled to all 28 days. But um, that's funny. But yeah, it was an interesting yeah, call. No. It was yeah, actually. No. And to be able to find out, we've got family in St. Martin. We've got family in Aruba. We've got That's good. And what, so what does the land look like? Is it like significant land or is it's, it like a little it's, patch of land? No, or? it's up on a mountain overlooking oh. the, the water. And so apparently um, what we're being told is that it's kind of a lucrative opportunity because um, it sits above the water. So, you know, because there's been so many with the hurricanes and stuff and a lot of the lower land, this p- particular area is actually a sought after area. So... Um, we're supposed to talk again in a couple weeks to decide whether we want to keep it and turn it into like a family home and also Mm -hmm. like a Airbnb for when people aren't there from the family Mm -hmm. or if we're going to go ahead and sell it. So, um, we'll see what happens. I kind of want to keep it and make it into a, yeah, but I'm sure the only thing with that, the only, the only downside with that, I would assume is that. It's probably too many family members to regulate it. It's, like you guys would have to find. There's not like, that many of us. There's only technically. Yes, yeah, it's, it's one too many. Well, no, well, no. Like I feel like <laughs> two too many. <laughs> I, I, th- I think there's only like too, too seven um, yep, direct yep, heirs to yep. it. Yep. But too many. the odds of all seven people wanting to be there at the same time. Yeah. No, I'm not even talking about being there at the same time. I'm talking about regulating it and how it goes. It's it's it, it it's too many people in my opinion that for me i would i would not want that many family right. members having to make but see, a decision so apparently the something. french law because it's on the french side of saint martin like my mom is from her family's from the french part of martinique so it's on the french side of saint martin and apparently the french law is that for air land everyone has to agree that they want to sell it so if we have one mm. person who doesn't want to sell it we're stuck with it see already off so already off to a rough start. We'll see how it goes because I heard, <laughs> yeah, you know, I heard yeah. a lot of people on the phone like, yeah, and when I've been there visiting, so I know there's a lot of them who are who are actively going there. So I could see them possibly wanting to have a place to stay versus having to, I guess, run a hotel. But we'll see how it plays out. I'm just on the call, just listening, listening to stories, trying to figure out who people are. Found out that I got a lot of um, a lot of cousins who live right in Times Square. I was like, oh, OK, well, I've got some places to stay, some places to go visit. Uh, no, that's right. you know, so. OK. All right. Well, look, before we um, before we talk about the one and only. The marvelous. Mm. The only reason <laughs> February is going to matter this year. Don't even do that. That is not the only reason February is going to matter. 
The only reason February matters. The reason why everyone year. is going to have to take out personal loans and sell some stuff. Not me, child. <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> Before we talk about that, let's get into uh, the sip and, and savor because oh, yeah. we have not had any type of of wine and even today we still messed up (laughs) well we we didn't mess up it just it just didn't yeah we couldn't get it right but we are going to do what we have but we tried so and start this year off right what she means by that guys is that we thought we were going to be able to synchronize (laughs) beverages and um the only thing we both got that is the same is that it's by the same company (laughs) so we both have 19 crimes but um I have a 2020 Shiraz, and she has the uh, Cali Gold, which apparently is 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 brand new. And it's so a prosecco. It's, the, it's a prosecco. So, yeah. um, so that's the one she has. So, we were the assignment was to both get the Shiraz, but uh, <laughs> but she My wasn't able to sell get, the yeah, Shiraz. They, they weren't cooperating. They wouldn't let her be great. So <laughs> we are going to just sip our respective beverages. You yeah. guys know the drill. It's been in, for any new listeners, or because it's been about eight months since we last recorded with wine. We've got our. <laughs> no, it hasn't got, been that long. I know, but we've got our five S's. You it's know, been a we want to make sure we are seeing, so we're looking at it to see what the colors look like. Um, that we are swirling it to see if there are any legs um, on on our glasses from the wine, and of course, you want to make sure you're smelling it see if you are inhaling any of those fragrances from the fruits and things that they're used and creating it and then you want to do uh of course the sipping and then we're going to savor it and then we'll both give our review on our particular wine at the end of the show so i'll start with my prosecco because i had already popped it open (laughs) here we go I'm a little bit ahead of uh, Diva, so uh, if I start talking crazy, just don't fast forward, just ignore it. Um, So, yeah, so again, I went to the store um, and the the guy in the liquor store, I said, hey, I'm looking for this, you know, the 19 crimes. I see that he has everything else but the the 2020 Shiraz. And he's like, he doesn't make that. I'm like, hey, my girl has it. She sent me the pitch. She's like, oh, no. When he, she said, he says that, oh, well, I have all of them. I've bought all of the 19 crimes. I said, well, you haven't bought all of them. He says, no, I even have the new one, the Prosecco. And I said, oh, I love me a little Prosecco. Um, so I went with that, uh, even though I think this was a little lower in alcohol content. So this is only 11%. Okay. Um, Mine is 14.1. So I'll sip yeah. responsibly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so true to to Snoop's brand, you know, he's on he's on the front of this particular one. Um, it is called Nineteen Crimes Cali Gold. Um, really sleek bottle. Uh, I I normally don't like to do these sparkling wines on the show because per usual, I feel like I'm um, kind to try to belch off the mic shout out a taste to consider (laughs) (laughs) i always mess with a piece fine um so yeah so uh so that's my only you know the only thing that i i I didn't like about it and i thought about it later but i do enjoy a really good prosecco um so this smells 
yummy. You know, it has all of the usual things you normally see in Prosecco. So definitely sparky, has sparkling, has the... Um, um, Did you say nice sparky? Bubbly to it. Sparky, sparkly. Let's go, let's go ahead and put the cup down early. Already, yeah, I'm done. So yeah. Good luck. Good luck. The rest of this show. <laughs> so, um, has a really great color. You know, normal uh, prosecco color. It's light. Um, but yeah, um, uh, don't have my clear glass, so I cannot speak on uh, the legs. Um, but I am looking forward to sipping and savoring. Well, I would give you um, <laughs> that same breakdown on mine. But for those of you who aren't able to watch us, I cannot get my bottle open. So I am waiting to have a replacement. Oh, here we go. Wine opener brought to me so that I can actually get into mine as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Well, while you're doing that, we're going to talk about why February matters. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so we're just going to discount the whole fact that it's Black History Month. Hey, this matters. is Black History. Okay. Black, this I'm, is Black History. I'm black every day. It's okay. It's Black History. And, and she's Black History. So, I mean, True. it all ties together. It all ties together. But in pure Beyonce fashion, on February 1st, <laughs> she makes... The announcement that the Renaissance tour will be commencing. In July. And I'm so very, very excited. First of all, you know that's our thing. Like, for our listeners, Diva and I are like, I think we've been to every. We're three concerts in for her. We're three concerts in. Is it three? So we went to. Whatever that was. When she wore that uh-huh. blue sparkly um, outfit. On, on the run. We did on the run. Mm-hmm. Did we do formation? Yes. Because yes. formation was with the girls. Yep. And then the first and one then, was the blue sparkly jumpsuit. But I don't remember what that was called. That was when she had, what's his name? That was Beyonce. Luke James. Yeah, was. was it? Yeah. yeah. Opening for her. Yeah. That that was our 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 blur Beyonce. Yeah. That was our Blurance concert. We were drunk. Yes. Yeah, we were drunk. <laughs> that was the Blurance tour. <laughs> that was we don't bad. Know what she that was say, really bad. But I know what she had on. Yeah. That was that was funny. And that was her last like um small venue show. Like we did the Verizon Center. So yeah, so uh we are gearing up for the battle of the year. Uh <laughs> and trying to <laughs> good grief. This is going to be a battle. It is, is going to be a battle. This is going to require all focus, um, all hands on deck. Shout out to uh, Littles, who also is allowing me the use of his Ticketmaster account. <laughs> so we have extra <laughs> logins in this lottery. We're going to get in. Uh, yeah, we are. We are ready to go. Um, we have a couple shows on deck. I know you have the one, but I was thinking that, you know, if we can't do it, I'm going to try to do Houston. Um, I try signed to do up for, for Autumns. For Philly, not realizing that was the opening show for the tour. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, okay. But I figured, you know, it's in July. It's a close enough drive. It's, you know, like I'm mad because I couldn't do Charlotte because I would, you know, that's an easy drive, but it's literally the first day of school and I don't want to be that mom. That says, uh, Beyonce takes precedent Fucking over kids. school. 
Fuck them kids. I can't. I can't. You know, she's starting her senior year. She got to be Girl, there. dropping kids off at school. Tell your mama to pick them up. You know, good we and well. Road. I can not, I will have to sleep with both eyes open for the rest of the year. Mm. Um, mm. But, yeah. Anyways. So, we'll see so how it plays out. This is going to be the battle <laughs> of the year. But we're going to be somewhere, somehow. Doing. We will be Screaming seeing. for Beyonce. Yes. I'm so excited. So, we shall see. We shall Makes see. Happy. This is the reason did we didn't win the Mega Millions. This is the reason we didn't win the Mega Millions because we had to win the Beyonce lottery. Seriously. Like, I mean, and what what greater lottery is it? I mean, you know, but yes, I was on. able to Come get on. my bottle open. Come on. All right. And you can see my wine is almost as dark as my shirt. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty dark. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But um, now Shiraz is sweet. Supposedly. But, I, but I've never seen a dark Shiraz. I've, I've seen the white Shiraz. This one has some legs. And um, it's not, It's like I said, supposedly, I'm not getting a lot of the sweet. Now. Oh, you know, we did do a Shiraz before. We did. And it wasn't sweet. Mine was sweet. I don't think you said yours did was. We? I think the white, the white one must be sweeter. Why wait for you to did sip we do it? The, that me. was when we did sip the sweet it, bitch, right? Sip it and tell me. Was it sweet bitch or Shiraz? And I know we did the jam jar too, right? Jam jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one, ha- that actually was a little bit more sweet. I've had that recently. This tastes more just like a standard red so far to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what I remember about that. All right. Well, we will let that savor. Um you want to get into these shows and topics all right let's let's get into some of these shows want to do the one movie first oh, no we got a couple movies don't we i got a couple N- no no it's only one yeah so you people i think that's the more popular one now um with eddie murphy and uh nia long and lauren london and everybody and, yeah um <laughs> Don't, I don't want to skip the white guy's name. Jonah Hill. So nice. Jonah Hill. I love. I really love him. I think he's a great guy. Um, a great actor. Mm-hmm. Like, he always has a... Yeah. Um, so, what did you think? I actually liked it. I, I actually really liked the movie. Um, I watched it yeah, I did twice. Um, I did like it both times. I thought it was funny. I thought... Um, I, I saw a lot of people who said they didn't think it was relatable. I actually thought it was relatable. I thought it was realistic um mm-hmm. i think i said i think that the the issues that they ran into with their families even though the focus was because her family was you know black or muslim black and his family was jewish you can still run into those same things even when you're blending families that are the same you know a lot of times that's mm-hmm. that's gonna be your deal breaker for a lot of relationships is the fact that the families are involved and don't get along. So I personally liked it. I thought they were a cute couple um, right. in the movie. I I mean, I cracked up at the beginning <laughs> with the with the Uber scene. Speaking of Uber, with the Uber scene like oh, that, yeah, that was so I, I was yeah. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. There were a yeah. lot of hilarious moments, actually. Yeah. In the movie, like, if you watched it and were like, uh, I didn't really like it, I didn't really laugh, then shame on you, um, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that there was a, and I really didn't dig too deep, um, but there was a lot of backlash about the movie. Mm-hmm. 
on Twitter. There was a lot. I, I and then I think there were about, people. What was the issue? There were some people who were mad about, supposedly, about the fact that she was having this interracial relationship. But to all of y'all who did think that way, you know, she actually has a Jewish father. So it's kind of all right. And even if she didn't, it's still you mean, okay. Yeah, her father is Jewish. So they have a problem with her playing. People a, had a, a problem a with her role. Movie? And so a role? I was like, well, that's, that's just dumb because y'all have to separate the person, you know, from that's from dumb. the role. But then a lot of people were saying that they thought that it was just um, not relatable. A lot of people, oh, I turned it off after 10, 15 minutes. It just wasn't great. And it's like, I mean, I know I was laughing in the first 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was too. You know, yeah. I, I know I was cracking up. And, like, mm-hmm. when they were at the, um, what is it, the synagogue? That Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That scene yeah. took me out yeah. for a couple minutes. But um, people thought was... that, they like, they overplayed um, some of the racial issues. But, mm. you know. Yeah, I will say this. I feel like unless you have... It's not a, you really have to have a, a dry type of humor, I think, like, or, or able to get that type mm-hmm. of humor. And I don't think that everybody's capable of getting that type of humor. Um, and I, I saw today, just today, that someone said that it was just a remake of Guess Who, uh, which stars right. Bernie Mac. Which was a remake of Ashton Guess Who's Coming Kutcher, to Dinner. <laughs> yeah. And someone else. But I thought they were two completely different Carrie, movies. Was Washington? I think was she. I think yeah. so. Yes, I, I don't know the daughter though. I think it was Carrie. I thought it was Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington was the uh-huh. daughter. I thought it was her. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was um. She maybe oh. she. It was uh the other girl, the Saldana girl, right? I'm look it up. Yeah. Yes, Zoe Saldana. Um, but yeah. So I I thought that it was just an interesting uh, comparison because I think that they're really while they're the same premise. Uh, yes, so Ashton Kutcher, Zoe Saldana, the mother is Judith Scott. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, while while I get the interracial right. storyline, um, there's still two very different movies and approached in two very different manners and in two very different um, uh times of life like I I love that it was really straightforward with Eddie Murphy like right out of the gate you know with the shirt you know his shirt and um and and just kind of making those statements so I I think that there were two very different movies um, I mean and to that same point a lot of things are redone songs are redone plenty of (laughs) movies are redone shows are rebooted like yeah it, yeah, but it just gets to the point that everybody has to find somebody something. has to have something to be mad about. Somebody like, has to have. Stop something. taking it everything so seriously, guys. Yeah. Like I no, thought it was funny. Yeah. I think if you are listening and you're contemplating watching it, I watch I would love for, for sure. you guys to watch it. Let us know what you guys think. Um, and if you watched it and didn't like it, watch it again. It was funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, try it with a different like state of mind because it was I thought it was enjoyable but who am I you know yeah. I like to laugh I, I like to laugh I thought it was funny yeah. <laughs> I thought it was good but but after we watched that uh we went right into uh the Bernie Madoff documentary which is called the monster of Wall Street and it was you know pretty much documenting um Bernie Madoff's like rise and fall <laughs> and how it happened 
And I was intrigued, mm-hmm. like seriously. Okay. All in all, and they and this is saying they didn't even count the money that was possibly given in cash. So we're talking the only thing that they could track on paper. So via wire transfers, you know, checks and things like that right. through these accounts. Four hundred was it forty nine point six billion dollars. Oh, my. That's a lot. I was like. Crazy amount of money. We could go to every Beyonce show. Every Beyonce show. Front row. row. Backstage we passes. just fly and sit with Beyonce. Yep. We just <laughs> sit with her while she's getting her makeup done. Yes. <laughs> Walk out on stage with her. We'd be unstoppable. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bernie Madoff was just all wrong. He really did this the wrong way. Yeah. But anyway, um, it was just really, really intriguing about how he went about just really swindling money. And and it 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 number one shows just the amount of um of what happens and what's forgotten and how nobody cares once you reach a certain level mm-hmm. and a certain stature of just of just and I'm not gonna even call it white privilege it's just rich privilege at that point even though i think in those circles they're all white or some some version of it but just (laughs) the amount of privilege that he got after a certain point like nobody asked nobody was asking questions you know um well some people were asking but it just took a really really long time uh for it to come up but i was just (laughs) intrigued at the amount of people and how much bigger it got as it went along um and the the sad part is at the end um and this is you know obviously everybody knows so um his one son he has two sons um both who never were uh convicted i think Mm -hmm. or served time but the one son um uh, had cancer and dies. The other son just couldn't take it and commit suicide. Uh, like it was just after everything came out, it was just death that surrounded Bernie Madoff. And I don't think that anybody is still surviving because I think even he died right. uh, in the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. yeah, if if you have time, that's a couple episodes, I think maybe four of uh, the documentary. Yeah, they're not like super long, maybe an hour a piece. I might but tune in really, with really, my pen and paper. Well, he said, yeah, he really, said, really intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> well, the funny, the yeah. The, if anybody can repeat what he did, it would be I would be amazed. But um, even this guy says, you know, Bernie Madoff's his his Ponzi scheme was the largest in history. Like it it has never been done. And the guy says, but records are made to be broken. I'm like, if anybody can amass. Over fifty billion dollars. I don't need to break his scheme. record. I just need to be able to buy these tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so at least see a focus. We're looking on smaller scale. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's the problem with getting money like that. It's the greed of it. Like at some point he could have just stopped. You know, he had a moment where he could have stopped, got out of it, fixed it, you know, but it's just greed. Yeah. Uh you wanna talk about so, another crime family? <laughs> BMA. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about this show? I have some feelings about it. Well, um, so, I mean, I like it, but there are a couple things and I would have to go back and probably try to Google it to be like, are y'all just, was this something that you guys 
did you know creative mm -hmm. storytelling with because some of the stuff I feel is like ain't no way ain't well no they say that in the disclaimer he's like some of it is really happened but some of it is just made because I'm, I'm about tired of some of the stuff that's going on with, with Lamar <laughs> I'm like ain't no way yeah, yeah. ain't no way but <laughs> but to the point because I think I said that too and and so and so Greg says well our, it has to be true because he was he was still alive. I'm like, yeah, but they're making him out to be this, you know, character that nobody can kill. And he's, right. he's just, like, dragging himself him. through the rain across the yeah. sidewalk. Like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, that's not I don't yeah. think that really happened. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, I like the show. Typically, I don't like shows where I already know the outcome. You know, mm. um, sometimes I get, you know, sometimes I'm like, well, we already know what's going to happen. Like, you know, you it's, it's like you don't get that same suspense. Like, ooh, is he going to, oh, my God, he just got shot. Is he going to live versus, because you know he lived. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got you. Versus, you know, yeah. on other shows. Okay. So sometimes, I sometimes I get, yeah. okay. I lose interest that way. Yeah. But I, yeah. I look forward to this show. Um, I, yeah. but I think I more so am looking forward to it because I try to support you know me. It's Black History Month. I'll say it. It's not on BT, but I support all all I things black. No, I support all things black <laughs> for the most part. Uh, <laughs> but you know, um, so I and I. I mean, I kind of like Fifty Cent. So um, you know, whatever. I watch it until <laughs> until Power comes back. Cause what else am I gonna do? But um, yeah. but I. I like the show. I, I just think that there's some other parts of it that I kind of hopefully will will get into within the next few episodes. Like maybe we'll get just a little bit of a pickup. Yeah, I'm not I'm not over the top about it. I just kind of watch it to continue to watch it with him. Like I think that he enjoys it more. Mm -hmm. but yeah. Helen's ex-husband is getting on my nerves on this show, too. Like I'm tired of him, you know, um, who, you know, you know. The, the the one that got thrown in the tub in Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like all of that. Like, I hate he it. He is getting on my nerves. Him and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just waiting for him and his new partner. Y'all just get it in and get it over with because I'm tired of y'all. <laughs> like, the, the tension is definitely there between the two of them. Like, just get it in and get it over with. But, like, he's getting on my nerves, too. Um but I think he gets on my nerves and everything because I, I just don't like him. So I think I just don't yeah. like him. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a character. I, it'd be hard to separate. Like if I saw him at the airport, I'd be like, what you? Right. What if you? I saw him at the airport, Ooh, I'd be like, you, you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would have threw you in the tub too. That's why she rolled your ass in the tub. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. That's exactly what you get. I'd have left you there, you know, but. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay, though. It's not, it's not like my favorite show, mm -hmm. but I know that he enjoys it. So I, I watch it. But it's definitely just the storyline of it all again I, I know that it's a true story and I don't know do you have I, a favorite not, show I right now actually I think I know uh, what it is but go ahead well yeah I do have a favorite show right now I'm all in it what's my favorite show I'm gonna say well well it's a toss up between Yellowstone and I think you were really excited about Snowfall. Oh, yeah. No. But <laughs> funny story about Snowfall. Not funny story. No. <laughs> but I feel no. like you were really funny into story Yellowstone. About fun yeah, no. I love Yellowstone. Like, it is such a great show. Such drama. I'm trying to catch up. But I will up. say this. 
I will say this about Yellowstone. It's the drama gets tiring. It's just like, I forget what show we were, we used to watch, but it just felt like every time something good happens, like, you know, you can't enjoy it for too long mm-hmm. <laughs> because something bad is kind of coming right behind it. Um, Sounds like Sisters. That's my show, but you won't watch it. Oh my God. Don't uh, oh, look. But yes, I am watching. Um, we are watching Yellowstone and I we literally watched four seasons <laughs> probably like three days this is this is sad <laughs> it is pretty bad but we were in and he was sick and we were home so you know it was kind of you know kind of focused but funny story about snowfall we have tried to start snowfall at least three times um and same thing about wednesday which is what i, I was going to mention is that i i, I keep i can't get I, through I, wednesday i watched wednesday i got i got yeah. tripped into watching it because they wanted me just to see the dance scene but I was like, I yeah. want to see from the beginning. I want to understand. I don't just want to watch the dance scene. And then I got sucked into it. And, like, the kids left. And I was still down there. I watched that whole season. I'm excited <laughs> to know it's coming back again. Is it? It is. is it? I mean, it yeah. it ended up getting good. I, I enjoyed it. I'm you sure. know what? It wasn't It wasn't awful. It's just, I, I just, I just. I, it wasn't, it wasn't again, like, but. wonderful, but. You know, one thing I will say when I start binge watching something, I tend to see it through. Like, if I can, like, I think I watched the whole, what show was that? Arrested Development. I watched that in like a whole week. Every season of that show, I watched it. I finished it in a week. Well, if it's good and you enjoy it, sure. But but I'm not committed to watching something. And I, I think th- that's the point of Snowfall. Like, like we just cannot I've get on, into I've it. I've only seen the first half of the first episode from the first season. Yeah. And I haven't yeah. gone back to it. But I, you know what? I'm going to take it back. I'm going to take it back. Your favorite show right now <laughs> is Love After Lockup. Oh, no, definitely You not. are into that one. No, no, I'm not. I mean, I, I, I'm, but I just I'm started. Like, I, I, I'm not. But, but look, but I, I've gone, <laughs> I've gone. Yeah, I'm watching it because I, I started. I just, I just started the last couple episodes. I don't even know how these seasons go. Like, I don't even how understand them. There? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. So I, I only started with like after you saw that girl getting all those, um, all those videos yes. going around about her, and I was like, oh, okay. So then I, I tuned in to kind of get a, a sense of what was happening. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I tweeted, I just wonder these type of women, and I'll say this, and I mean, I don't know if I have a, I have a family member who dated and married someone who was locked, locked up for a significant they amount of time. They got married while they were locked up or once they got out? No, once, 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 once he got out, she had set up like the way the, the women did, like, yeah, she set all of that like the clothes she went and got her first apartment and and they're married to this day with like three kids um so there is success (laughs) i didn't i didn't know why there's like a point zero 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 one percent that we can (laughs) confirm yeah yeah not yeah um but i was just thinking the women just seem so controlling and in just an unhealthy way. It's almost like I did all of this for you. So you owe me your life. You owe me your life. When you come out of those walls, you owe me. I I am owed every access to you that I have been um, 
not able to have right for however many years you've been locked up so the knowledge of where you're going and what are you doing and who are you talking to I have been uh you know prohibited from knowing these things however I've I've, they were in jail yeah but but they still they still have the free reign to talk to people they still have the free reign to 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 live some sort of life without that that knowledge of another person knowing their day-to-day activities i mean even though we know it's shower play basketball whatever whatever but you know it's it's still it's still something that these women did not have access to right and so Mm -hmm. they're they're funding you know commissaries they're funding um you know whatever it is while these men are locked up and so as soon as they come out right a lot of the men have you know name brand clothes and brand new phones and you know all of the things that I think that I I probably would give you know my my brother I think you know if he came out but if that were ever his situation like I I would I would think that I would love my brother enough to you know to do that but these women are doing these for for men that they don't even know they haven't even seen they've never even met outside of a phone call right and so they just are so controlling. But maybe it's because again, they're when they're when their person is in jail, there's only so much they can do. Now they have the freedom to go and do all these different things. On top of that, you know, so you don't know if if your dude's gonna come out and he's gonna be like, It's a free for all, I'm gonna go make up for all the time I've been locked up, I won't go sleep with this person, this person, this person. You they might also be trying to keep them from getting back in trouble. You know, um I wanna keep you Which out, I get you know Which I get. I mean, I don't know. I Which don't I, I don't watch the show. I watched those clips. I was like, this is borderline Krishan and Blueface. I cannot <laughs> I can't do it like Zeus well, must yeah. be running this show too, but um, but I know it's not on Zeus. I don't. I, what what network is that? Something else dysfunctional. Uh, I think it's we maybe Cl- we, close enough. Maybe, yep, maybe. dysfunctional. Yeah, but but I think I think the part that gets me, which is why I'm not like every Friday night tuning in to when it comes on. I'll just if I have a free minute to watch the episode, I will. But again, it is just the fact that it's it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. I, I said to myself, how can you really expect someone who has spent a significant amount of time? And we're not talking a year, you know, two years like this. These men have spent over five years mm-hmm. locked up. Right. So can you, and and why would you think that someone like that is able to come right out of that environment and able to sustain a healthy a healthy relationship. Right. Do you just trade in like, one like, like they not only not only do they have to get reacclimated to society. Mm-hmm. And we know how fast things move. <laughs> uh you know, we can look back and say this this a year is gone. Like so so they have they they've lost so much time. And and we're not even talking about just with themselves but with their family and with, you know, if they had children. You know, it's so much for them to get reacclimated to. Right. How how would anyone expect to have a normal, healthy, functioning relationship with someone like that? Like, I just don't know that if I'm of a a normal, stable mindset that I would expect that from a person. It just. Yeah. 
It, I, I just, I don't get it. And, and, and to my point that that's, it, it's all chaos. It is all chaotic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly I would want, I would want them to be, have support. Right. Right. Like, I think that that's the right thing to do. People need that love and support when they come out. Like that's, that's okay. But to, to think that it needs to be in a situation where you're living with someone and, you know, diving right into this serious relationship. Um, Cause if they're like, Oh, we've been in a relationship for two years. No, you've had phone conversations <laughs> for two years right. because right now you're now you're starting a relationship. Now you're dating, you know, you didn't have any of that before. Um, but yeah, I, so no, it's not, it's not a favorite show. I'm just, I watch it because I, it really baffles my mind that um, if this is true and not scripted, which I think some of it probably is, mm-hmm. But if this is true, that there are just women who are being taken for this ride, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying, that man, but that $500 you know, dinner, that would have been it. I'd have been like, okay. yeah, he would have been sitting there trying to figure it out because I would have left. Like you talk about how your your mind was tallying and tabulating. <laughs> I'd have been like, I, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> no. You figure it no. out on your own. No. No, I think and I, I think for me, it's, it just gets to the, the point that I think, you know, most healthy relationships really just start with two healthy people, two healthy and whole people. And I just don't think that that person coming out of jail is healthy and whole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of mental things going on that they have to deal with first um, before I think they could even function trying to, to focus and love another person right. wholeheartedly, you know. So, but yeah, it. no, it's not a favorite show, but I do watch it. I do watch it from time to time. Um, but yeah, uh, so we are about an hour in. Um, Want to get into a couple of these topics? Sure. I suppose we should stick since we're sticking with marriage, huh? It seems that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking that way. It's looking that way. Yeah. Well, look, I want to. I did want to talk about this. Um, this neo. And Crystal thing. So they have finalized their divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, She's been celebrating came out. all up and down Instagram. Yeah, which I think is so tacky, by the way. <laughs> like, it is so tacky. It kind of gets to the point that I tell you all the time about. What's the other one? Um, the twin. The, which one is that? Is it Tia? Yeah, I don't know. The twin. Um, the... <laughs> but it's almost like you're trying but but you know i say this all the time and let me say this i I, before i before i say what i'm getting ready to say i do think that there are people on 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 social media who are genuine who are true who post um genuine things and share parts of their life that are true right um because that's how they feel that's how they love like i do think that those are genuine there are there are genuine Posts, tweets, pictures, whatever, all over social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that there are people who post more so that they can convince the world that they are in this space. Mm-hmm. And I do feel that Crystal is one of those people. And t- the twin is definitely one of those people. You get so agitated. I do get agitated. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> because you should go somewhere and heal. 
you don't have to convince like and, and it's the captions for me like it's the I'm happy love is happy I'm so happy mm. like no you're not like it's okay and that's okay right like that's okay it is okay that you are hurt. It is okay that you are healing. It is okay. It is a process. I know. It is a process that you have to go through when you divorce. Hell, when you break up. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a marriage with children. Like that is a process. And there's no one that you need to convince that you're okay. And it's okay to not be okay. Yep. Like like you still have to function like a normal person in this world. We still have to fucking get up. We still have to be mothers. We have to be career driven women. We have to be home. Like we still have to take care of all of these things in the midst of that process. Right. And it's okay to not be okay. But don't go posting these videos and you not, you can't even fucking dance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like don't stop trying to convince me. Like, and I, and I feel the same way on the flip side, because I do feel like there are people who, who, who want to prove that their love is so real and their love is so true. And then their love is so this, that they overshare trying to convince me. Mm-hmm. If the one that you love is convinced, I don't need the convincing. If you feel that way, feel that way. You don't have to convince another soul. Right. You know what I mean? So. I feel that way on both ends, (laughs) but to the point with Neo and Crystal, you know, I said to you when she posts this video of her, you know, cooking the the meal Mm -hmm. or something. And I'm like, why? You know, like, why? Well, I do know she was she that was her thing. She did used to do a lot of the cooking when she like I want to say before it was might have been before they had that last baby. But that was her thing. She liked to cook. Okay. So so fair enough. Maybe I didn't follow her enough to know that. But um, yeah. But you're not going to tell me Tia. Well, no, she was dancing before. So <laughs> I guess she has to keep it going. But Jesus, just stop. Please. Twin, just stop, boo. Cause you it's, can't it's stand bad. the dancing. You can't stand the clothes. You just be on edge. I send you one. I'm like, but this has a good message. No. <laughs> like, okay. Won't be sending this one to the group again, chat no more. <laughs> again, 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 to the point. If if you're happy, happy people don't walk around saying, oh, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so happy. Nobody walks around saying, oh, the sky is blue. Like, it's a fact, right? It's just a fact. So you don't have to caption every post. Oh, it's so happy. Oh, love is love. Like, it's okay. And so I I guess that's my issue. Happy people, smart people, rich people don't walk around saying I'm rich. I'm happy. Like they just don't. It just is. And the people who are close to you, who are closest to you, who who you've allowed the privilege to be in your space and to see and witness these witness these things about your life. They know it. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to say it. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean. And that's why I don't post that often. I say that all the time. People, but but no, people who, I, people, I think that's. I feel like people who know me know what I'm going through. I post when I feel like it, but um, you know, 
Yeah, and 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 there are are milestones that that are that I share. Right. Like I share my milestones, and I share clips or 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 things. But to the point of of my relationship, like like I don't have to post him every day. I don't have to post him every month. I don't have to post him every week. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the the people that have the privilege of knowing us and and who have been on this journey with us for three years, almost three years, like y'all know. You know what I mean? So it's not something that I have to I have to stop and 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 write a whole caption paragraph or to say that I'm happy, like I'm happy. You know what I mean? So I just think that that it just to to the point of of Tia, like it's okay, It's okay that you're not okay, And if you're happy, you're happy. But happy people don't have to say that they're happy. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, in terms of Neo and Crystal. I just wanted to talk about the divorce terms. Um, so uh, the divorce was finalized today, I think. Yesterday. Okay. So it says um, Neo to pay over $1 million, $1 million in fees. Um, and so I just wanted to read the, the terms because this was, this was insane to me. Uh, the last part is what got me. <laughs> okay. So he has to pay... million in a lump sum to balance out the division of their real estate holdings and an additional $20,000 in moving expenses. He also also has to pay $12,000 a month in child support for their three kids and to cover their school expenses, uh, as well as $5,000 a month in alimony for the next three years. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, both will share joint custody and have agreed not to have any romantic partners around the children unless they are engaged or married to that partner. But I think this is different because then I say, or they agree that it's okay. Does it say, or they agree? Yeah, well, that's not the one that I saw, but I think that was on uh, the one that you sent me. I think there were a couple different versions, but nevertheless... What are your thoughts about that? I didn't see or they agree that it's okay. But I think I think it. that makes it a little bit different. I feel like before you're marrying a person, you want to make sure that they get along with your kids. Um, to the same point, before you're engaged to a person. Yeah. Like, I think it's yeah. kind of odd that you would be talking about taking such a huge step and haven't yet introduce that person to like for me my my tiny people are like that's it you know so if if I'm talking about being engaged to someone marrying someone they have to have met my kids you know at Mm -hmm. some point in time so I think that's kind of that's a weird thing unless it's control unless 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 they are acknowledging that neither one of them plans on ever getting married again. So it's fine for us to write this down because we're not doing this no more. Um, and maybe they're getting divorced, but they're going to still deal with each other outside of the parameters of a marriage. So it's no big deal to put that in there because realistically, my romantic partner is still going to just be my ex-husband. <laughs> my old my, my old flex is my new flex it whatever what, what was it drake said <laughs> i just think that is just an insane amount of control over someone's life 
Um, but I, I'm going to tell this story. I'm, I'm going to tell this story. So when I saw it, I thought to myself, that is fucking insane. But then I had to take take a minute and kind of take a little a little self-reflection. Um, so I, of course, was married to my child's father. And um, I think when we separated, she was... getting ready to turn two maybe it was 2009 so yeah she hadn't she hadn't turned two yet um so we separated in January of 2009 and by July he was already living with a woman now I was definitely had started kind of dating and hanging out and I remember saying to the the guy I was kind of hanging out with at the time that it was he's not gonna have no man he's not gonna have no woman around my daughter like he crazy ain't no woman gonna be around my child unless I meet her I need to know I need to know who this woman is as he gonna have around my daughter like I remember saying that to him and I remember saying like you know ain't no way I need to know because a I was still I was still hurt I was still healing right um b I was probably in a position I was ready to use my child as a pawn in in control and and I and I say that wholeheartedly (laughs) I was ready I was ready to be on it even though I was you know I, I I was always open with um trying to make sure that that time that was spent was was available. I I wasn't trying to control time. I think it was just controlling of how it was spent and where it was spent. Mm-hmm. Um but but the the guy at the time, he says to me, he said, "Why?" I said, "Well, why not? That's my child. That's my child." And he says, "Well, so he would need to meet me if if we decided that's what would happen." And I was like, "No." <laughs> And he said, well, why? I said, because that's different. He said, well, why is it different? Of course, I didn't have an explanation. But he made something so very plain and clear to me, which really probably altered the way that I have interacted, not only with my child's now stepmother, um, but any relationship that involves children. Is because I, he asked me, do you think he would have her around someone that he didn't trust around his child? And I said, no, I don't think that he would. And he said, well, then you have to trust that whoever he has around your daughter is somebody that he trusts. And I said, fine. And I let it go. So when I saw this, I said to myself, that's control for for an agreement to be met that we have to have and met these other people. It is just pure control. You just want to be nosy. You just want to know what's going on. And, And that X is life. And that is too much control, because if you don't trust that person enough to do and protect that person that you all have made together. That's a problem in itself. But I like your point that why would I want to marry somebody and I haven't met their kids? 
Why would I want to marry somebody? I don't even know if they're going to like my child or my child is going to like them. Right. Like, could you, could you imagine the awkwardness? They can't even come to the wedding. <laughs> I mean, and, it's, and it is, it's, I think it also creates a whole different dynamic when if the kids are not involved, you know what I'm saying, to that degree. So, like, you're never having to make concessions for, <clears throat> you know, well, we can't do this because... I got to take five different vacations. Right. You know, so I think it, <laughs> it makes it, it, it paints a different picture because if you've been dating this man or this woman for two, some whatever number of years, and then y'all get married and now all of a sudden it's like, and now we're married. Guess what? We can't be taking all these trips and doing all these different things because now we got to right. bring the kids in and I'm the custodial parent and we got you know, soccer on this day, we got this, we got that. So the stuff that y'all were doing where you were basically kind of in a kid free relationship, you got, you said I do. And next thing you know, boom, now you're in parent mode. (laughs) You know, I think that drastically can change the dynamic of your, obviously of a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Even when people are married and then they have their own kid together, you hear so many stories about how having a child changed yeah. the dynamics of of a, of a relationship so i think it's kind of i mean there's a lot that comes into play when you think about that um as far and it's as it's almost concerned. like you don't you don't even think and, and i was thinking well also well maybe they they don't want them just meeting them any any random person which i respect I mean, he right has we're, that, we're not he just, has displayed that he has some which which so which maybe. but that's that's not but that's not for her to control Right. Like that's that's for him. But let's say it's not her. What if it's him? What if because he's Neo. He don't want anybody around his kids because he don't know if people are trying to get at his money or his stature, you know, whatever the case may be. So he wants to kind of control because maybe he's thinking she's just going to be running anybody up, up and out of her place. So he wants to be able to control who is around his kids from a, let's say a security aspect because he has stuff to lose. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I would like to know who came up with it at the end of the day. They both agreed <laughs> to it, but if he came up with it, because it's, it's insane. It, it is, it is, it is absolutely nothing but nosiness. Like, like I, I can't, I can't imagine you know, and, and and to the point that you think that at the stage that we're engaged, it's going to work out. It's not guaranteed to work out, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're trying to control who and how often they meet, maybe people that you're dating, it's not guaranteed to work out, right? And and to the point that maybe the kids just don't vibe. Like you see those things, you're able to catch those things ahead of time, right? I mean, there's a lot of people who get engaged and don't make it down the aisle you know so the engagement part doesn't make it any more significant I guess I would say but yeah I I just think that it's a I mean I, I again I I think that you don't want your kids around anybody and and I would hope that you don't have to put that in a divorce decree <laughs> that the partner has to okay it I, I think that that is absolutely I used to watch a show, uh, you know, you and, know and who's Tyler gonna Perry. Uphold it? I used to watch a show. It was a Tyler Perry show. What was it called? Um, if Loving You Was Wrong. And there was a character who that was the stipulation. Her ex let her keep the house, 
paid the mortgage, you know, was paying for their daughter's tuition. But the stipulation was not only did he not want her to have anyone around her daughter, but he basically didn't want, I mean, around their daughter, he basically didn't want her dating someone. So I think a lot of times. That's all it is. That's yeah, all it, it is. comes down to. That's all it is. Well, if you want to get this money from me, you want to keep this life you've had, then, you know, no. And and to the point that you, you feel like, and I'm going to say this again, because I want to say, <clears throat> if, because I think one, it said that they have to, I thought what I read was that they have to, uh, the last part was that, or they agree that it's okay. Um, I feel like if you've already stated what the requirements are, there's no agreement of prior okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, because otherwise. Yeah, they have uh, not to have any romantic partners around the children unless they are engaged or married to that partner. That is just such a false sense of reality for these children. Like it is just dumb. Yeah. Just dumb. Yeah. Know. I think, um, it, but I think that speaks a lot to and the what if parameters you decide never get married of again? the divorce, you know? And what if you know, and what if, what if I said, you know what? I'm so tired of marriage. Exactly. Like, I don't want to ever get married again. Like, so I could never have because a long-term partner. This was his second marriage, wasn't it? Was he married before? I think so. I, I can't Maybe. remember who he was married to. What's her name? Magneta, um, or not. Maybe. But, um, um but, you know, some people might be like, I don't want to get married again. You know, I don't want to have another divorce, especially when you're someone like Neo and you're going to end up having to pay a whole bunch of money for another divorce. And it's, and it, and it's crazy to me that, that, well, Crystal would agree to that because 95% of the time women end up spending more time with the children than the father. I'm going to tell do, you, right? they got, they were separated, got back together, had that big wedding during COVID. They've done this, you know, this dance a couple times. You know, of course, yes, they actually officially made it official and did a divorce this time. But in her mind, she's probably thinking, and I could be wrong, and if one of her friends is listening or she happened to have heard about us <laughs> and I'm wrong, fine. Mm -hmm. But in her mind, she might be thinking, it's whatever, because I know we're going to get back together. I know this is, this is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even care. This is me and him. We just taking our little break. But... Like always, we're going to find our way back to each other. She could be thinking that way, too. Mm -hmm. And that's why. She, mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I'm going to get this money. I'm going to get this, you know, these month, these monthly yeah. payments and, I, and, and I, keep it moving. And I think that it, it's, it creates just a false sense of reality for children. You know, like, like life happens. Mm -hmm. Dating happens after divorce. It happens. Breakups happen. You know, we meet people that we think are the one and we spend a significant amount of time with them and and do they do become a part of our lives, of our children's lives, you know, um, and we break up and we move on like that's life. Right. But to think that you're going to shelter your children from from that's that that reality that that normalcy of life you know and again i'm not saying that they need to have every tom dick and harry and sue and mary around their kids but to the point that if it is a significant enough person that you want to introduce to your children without having to be engaged or married you know and it doesn't work out it doesn't work out like kids are resilient life goes on like you can't you can't protect kids from from life Right. You just from from what from from what you think will will alter the way they think or the way they act because it could have the reverse effect. 
But I just think it's silly to, to try to control that narrative. But I guess to be continued. Yep, we'll see how this plays you out. Think, you think they'll be back together. Look, I, I, I just think it's just very suspicious, you know, peculiar. <laughs> and who was she cooking for that day when she was making them bacon wrap? Neo want to know the kids run around hell it was it was him he already know he was eating them hold up and first of all there's too much social media so you're telling me that if Neo is hanging out and paparazzi snaps him over a year with the same person these kids aren't going to see well she didn't know about the baby (laughs) that's different that girl that girl hid (laughs) so it's possible but but to the point like like he can't hang out like the kids are going to see whatever it was, i think it's a it's a it's an unreasonable request um in that agreement i i don't think that it's, it's possible it's not unreasonable if y'all already know y'all finna be hooking up yeah i guess so it's control it is absolute control control oh yeah anyway. but speaking of like <laughs> divorce you know we have this uh this clip with lala talking about marriage and her married friends and the thought or this idea um, that people just don't want to get married anymore. You have it? I do. I was talking about, I feel like currently marriage is not a goal for people. I don't hear people who aren't married saying like, I want to get married. You just start hearing it less and less. Like before that was a goal, like before social media and just the way people interact now. I'm not in conversations with people who are talking about like, I can't wait to meet someone and get married. Now people say, yeah, I want to meet somebody, be in a relationship, you know, have this bond, but I don't need the marriage piece to feel like it's successful. And most, I'm not saying all, be careful with my words, most married people that I know are miserable, not happy, and don't want to be married. They would prefer to be single. And what's happening is people look at the stats and they say, oh, well, divorce rates are going down, but the issue is less people are getting married. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I completely, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with her in that, I do think that there is this shift in in our society that's coming with this generation or two after us. So I'm I'm talking my daughter's generation, right? Mm-hmm. Your daughter's generation that is making this shift that marriage is not the priority. Um, at least as, as much as it was for generations prior. Mm-hmm. I think, I do think that I agree with that. Um, but when she said, you know, most of the married couples that she knows are unhappy. I had to kind of take an Miserable. inventory. Miserable. <laughs> That's a different level of unhappy. You're right. That is is misery. I had to kind of take a step back and and like do a (laughs) a quick little uh, count around my my crew. Um, And I almost wondered if it's the money that makes them miserable because I can't think of. Wait, never mind. I do know a couple that may be miserable, but that's it's not 
that many that I know are are miserable in their marriage. I don't know. Most of my friends who were married are now divorced. So they were obviously something because they're divorced now. But um, and I think when I listened to this the other day, I thought about it. I I only have one friend who is going on 20 going on 20 years of being married um don't know if they're miserable or not but they're still hanging in there um I've got several friends who have been married like three times and now they're single and they oh but I'm gonna get married again you know um but for the most part most of my friends right now are single or divorced whatever the case may be um I know I've said the same thing she said you know like at this stage in life I'm not pressing the whole being married thing I'm not I'm not opposed to it but it's not like oh my gosh if I don't get married then oh my goodness it's the end of the world for me either but I'm not Mm -hmm. opposed Mm -hmm. to it either you know what I'm saying so I um but I get it you know I hear some of my friends who are dating my single friends I've got off the top I can think of two who are like yes I want to get married. Yes, I want to do X, Y, Z. And then I've got some other ones who are like, I just want to be able to go out and laugh and have fun, you know. So I think a lot of times it just also comes down to your prior traumas that you have in your relationships. You know, there's a lot that comes into play. I do agree once you're at that particular level. Um, I've said this before, even when you're not at that level, I think money is always a huge factor in a lot of relationships um, as far as the happiness. I think that that does tend to cause the greatest amount of problems in relationships is the money situation. Like I said before, even when you're not thinking about you with another person, if your money isn't right, you're angry. You having a bad day. I can't go like the other day you said you wanted a honey bun. I can't go get my honey bun because I ain't got no money for the honey bun. Money impacts a lot. So I think mm-hmm. especially for the caliber of her friends where there's a lot of money that comes into play is very possible. Also, it's more groupies that come into play at that level, too. There's more <laughs> temptation, yeah. more yeah. opportunities. Yeah. Um for 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 both sides you know the the wife and the husband so but I do agree with her my dad used to say when he before he retired he would be like I just listen to the girls at work and they just talk about how terrible these guys are and they don't even want to get married anymore so hard to find you know um you know he's been retired gosh 10 years now so even back then you know there were so many women who were saying they kind of would like to get married but they've kind of given up on the the hope of marriage because of the quality of men that are out that were out or that were available in the dating pool so I um I I saw this this tweet earlier I was kind of scrolling really quickly but Shaq right now I, I don't know if he was on a podcast or something recently but he he talked about how he's lonely and how he acknowledges that he really left a trail of broken hearts mm-hmm. and um, damaged, you know, a lot of people along the way. And that now he is really yearning for that 
that connection and that person because he he's lonely. Um, I think a lot of, and, and I'll speak for myself because I, I don't know, you know, people get married for whatever reasons, but I think that people get married for the wrong reasons, um, which leads to the misery. Um, I think that people don't take the time to get to know um, this person. And, and again, um, probably turned a blind eye to the things that will only magnify itself once they get married. <laughs> uh, and that leads to a ton of unhappy, unhappy people right. in these marriages. Um, but I will say that I don't think that marriage is a requirement for seeking the companionship that you want for a lifetime. I don't, I don't think that's a requirement. I do think, you know, to each his own. And as long as you, you know, prepare yourselves and how that may look, um, whatever, but, but I just think that for me, you know, again, I've said this before. I just think that that marriage is a different type of commitment, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and it is saying that, that I'm committed to you and all that you're going to go through for the rest of your life. Cause I'm going to be right here with you because you're going to be right here with me, you know? And, and most people in those committed relationships don't get that, you know, you can leave at any time. <laughs> yeah. You, think you, can, you can be married and leave at any time. Right. But, but I just think that, Marriage just signifies a different a different level of commitment. And and I think that people who are married and looking to be single, um, A, probably just didn't marry the right person. <laughs> um, and. And probably just don't appreciate what they have at home, you know, like you say, there's probably groupies and temptation and everything else that looks really good on the outside. Right. The grass is greener over there. You know, they're partying and having a good time and, you know. It, it probably looks good, but at the end of the day, you know, is that person going to hold you down the way this person right now is, you know, are they going to change your, your diaper in 50 years? Might not even be 50 years. You know, the way these, some people had these accidents <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I can, I can see where, where marriage is not the goal in, in, in some of these other generations, but I would argue that I would, I would hope. I would hope that they understand that the commitment is just a little different in marriage. Um, and somebody that's saying yes to, to taking care of, to taking care of you, your heart, everything that comes with the life that, that has to come, um, that is going to come, you know, that they're committed to that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't hear a bunch of women saying that they don't want that or men for that matter. But for those who are married and miserable, yeah, I understand it. But I can't I can't say that even in in my challenges of marriage that I could ever say like I would never want to do it again because I understand what it means. So. But I do think the money of among Lala's circle is probably a different conversation in in why they wouldn't want to get married again. 
But she does go on to say that, you know, um, in another portion of that interview that, you know, um, when she was saying how she looks to Kim for advice on like business stuff. But on the relationship side, she normally goes to Sierra. She was like, I got that prayer way before y'all did. And um, and Kelly, you know, her those those are her close friends. And she said that they are in successful, happy marriages. Mm -hmm. I like that she clarified Mm -hmm. that. So people Mm -hmm. are like, ooh. Told y'all mm-hmm. everything ain't all great. Russell ain't everything mm-hmm. y'all think he is. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that she did mm-hmm. clarify mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. does go to them because mm-hmm. they are mm-hmm. in those successful um, relationships. Um, so, you know, she does have people in her circle who are good examples for her mm-hmm. of what a relationship should look like. So, um, And it's funny. It's funny because I think if I'm thinking about Sierra and Russell and and I could be wrong, but um, I'm not too sure about Kelly and, and her husband, but I I know that Sierra took that time to kind of sit with herself after future. Mm -hmm. Right. So she took the time to heal, to get to know who she was, to, to do all of those things, those healthy things that I say that people need to do after relationships um, before walking fully into another one is to love yourself and to know yourself and to say those prayers and get to know that person. And I think that Russ may have did the same thing. I know that he had some time between that divorce and the time that he started dating mm-hmm. Sierra. Um, but I, the, the point of that is, is that those two people took the time to understand themselves and what they were looking for, you know, and in Kim's situation, right. Hell, she was still married already in Pete's bed. Right. And, and so no, you can't take that advice from Kim because <laughs> Kim doesn't know who she is. Kim does not know who she is. Kim Kim knows who the world says she is. Right. Kim knows who her mom says she is. Right. Right. Kim Kardashian does not know who she is. And and I suspect she'll be married a few more times before. Before it lands, if she doesn't take the time to get to know herself. But I'm hoping that that's not the case. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's already been married, but. Three? It's been a minute. Kanye, Chris Humphreys. And then that black guy. Well, I guess Chris Humphreys is black too. But that other guy. Was it somebody in between Chris Humphreys and. I thought it was someone before Chris Humphreys. Okay. Maybe it's three. I think it's three, though. Yeah, she's been married three times. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Marriage is such a special thing. Especially if it's done right. Yeah, and then- and, and I think and I and I think the, the thing that people miss is that it doesn't have to look like anything else. <laughs> Your marriage is not is is not is not destined to look like anybody else's. Your life together is not destined or meant to be mirrored or modeled after anything else because this life that we're living there was no there's there's no practice you wake up every day to a brand new day that you don't know what's going to happen and you live it right like everything that comes with the day you live it you adjust to it you 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 pivot right like we adjust there there's no there's no game plan we, we there's 
there's a way we would like to see things happen and the way we would like to see things go, but that's just not the way life goes. And so I just, I just wish people would get out of this mindset that um, my marriage or marriages have to look like something, right? Like this whole argument, you know, I, I was talking to my brother, like this whole thing about the man being the provider, like it's, it's, it's not, it's not financial. You know what I mean? It's not like, it, it's not, it does not mean financial, right? It, it, it means so much more. And providing in my marriage does not mean what it's going to mean in my brother's marriage. It's not what it's going to mean in your marriage, right? Like it's, it's just different. Every marriage is going to be different. Every relationship is different. And I just wish people would get out of this mindset that it has to look a certain way. Or it has to look like what Jim and Sue doing over there <laughs> or Russell and Sierra are doing. Like, like there's no competition. I'm not in comp. I don't want, I'm not in competition with anybody's relationship. Like all I can do is, is what, what I can do to make mine healthy and happy and whole. Mm -hmm. And I think that people miss that, like trying to live up to, and, and, and live in these societal standards and norms that aren't even true. (laughs) And again, try to convince me that you have this happy, healthy marriage, like, I don't know. I don't care. It's not mine. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. That's my thought on Lala's clip. Okay. Well, um, with that being said, do you want to talk about people's expectations on a different note real quick? Um, I know we were talking earlier about the the post about what people want for their what they consider to be a dream proposal. You want to get into that real oh, quick? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you did you look at that? Because I didn't even look at the I the did. Comments. And there was, um, there were a few people who responded. So the, the post that we saw was, how would your dream um, proposal happen? And, um, you know, of course, there was someone who said they... Which I thought, well, first of all, let me just say it was ironic. Because you and I had just talked about this. Right. Well, I want to get through it, and then you can say okay. what you had yeah, to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to yeah, say what, yeah, yeah. what... Yeah, but I just thought it was so funny, because when I saw it, I was like, is somebody listening to our conversation? It's, someone's always listening, because, I mean, we have great things to say. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but um, so I thought it was interesting, because... Um, one, it was all it was all the women. No guys chimed in to say how they would plan to propose to someone. It was all, <laughs> and it, the question was actually posed by a male, but um, but no no male said, "Well, this is what I would do." There was just a whole bunch of females who were like, "Well, this is what I want." Um, there was, you know, <laughs> the you had a range from people who are like during our Christmas Eve party. Or us in the bed, and he just asks me. Um, I don't ever want to be proposed to on a holiday. I think I've said that a million times. Like, don't do it on my birthday. Don't do it on a holiday. Like, I just think that's so... Control. Yeah, that I just, I don't want to do that. But um, but that's that was one person. Um, someone else says, somewhere private and thoughtful. Remember that word? Just us. <laughs> um, someone said, I want to be at the Eiffel Tower. Right when the lights go up <laughs> and I want a professional oh, photographer there to capture her. the moment. Yeah, I was like, wow. Um, 
<laughs> Honestly, I want to be proposed to in a private setting and then surprised with a dinner with my loved ones afterwards. They got to see that somebody actually want to marry my ass. Now, that one <laughs> was funny. Um, that, was funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Uh, just the two of us, no kids, no family, friends, or strangers, more so because my reaction won't be as genuine knowing that eyes are on me and I don't want to be proposed to in the house or a restaurant either though. So I don't know what that looks like for them. Um, and then they just have well thought out, making sure that the people that matter most to me are present. Please make sure I have a fresh set on I, I can relate to that at least let let my nails be done like holla at one of my girls so I can make sure I got a manicure but um yeah, filter that thing right on out child. cut it off but uh <laughs> but yeah I think a lot of people so it was either we, I wanted to just be us or it was I need a big show um is so and so and so so our listeners know Diva and I don't go around like planning out weddings and proposals we absolutely do not do this <laughs> thanks we for the don't. disclaimer <laughs> however if we see if we you know or you know in that that feed on on instagram random shit really does pop up and so there was a proposal and i i'd send it to her and i'm like this is whack or this is nice or whatever and you know we'll we'll kind of we have a conversation from spammed there. with them <laughs> like as soon as you send one like then it's just Proposal, 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 like all the way down the timeline. Um, but yeah, so that's how the, our conversation started. <laughs> uh, right. And so I asked you, well, I sent you the one and you said that I would, you don't, I want, don't want all that stuff. Um, yeah. So the one I sent, I think it was, I, mean, it was I didn't even know it was realized it was RL from, um, from next. Yeah. From next singing. I didn't realize that until you said it. And I went back. I was like, oh Yeah. Um, but it was a really, I knew that he really big, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a really big deal. You know, they had mm-hmm. the marry me sign and, um, and they had all the, the walk heart, down the little favors and stuff. I, yeah. for me, I just feel like that is more so for the wedding. Maybe it's for the engagement party. I think I even said that to you. Like if it's a proposal slash engagement party, all in one fine, but I feel like I don't need the whole world there, you know, for that moment. And I feel like, I mean, if you think back to what I would probably say, a lot of the more successful marriages, when you think of those older generations, they weren't doing all the pomp and circumstances that we see going on right now. You know, they saved that for the wedding day. The proposal was very intimate. People found out you were engaged because you told them. You know, you weren't making a whole bunch of stuff for story posting and, oh, my goodness, look, I went out and I got all this done. And, you know, it was a surprise. He set me up to get my hair and my nails and I had this cute outfit. First of all, one thing about me, I'm going to be suspicious as hell. Don't don't (laughs) like why am I going through all this? What we about to do today? I'm going to be very suspicious of that because that's not the norm. But I think. The proposal should really, I mean, just in my opinion, just be something more intimate. You know, um, if I walk into a room and I see all my family and friends there, I'm already like, what the hell is going on? You know, I think it takes that moment away for a lot of women. So like the one girl said, she wouldn't have a genuine response because when you walk in, 
Like the one girl, she was walking down that aisle and everyone was handing her roses. You know what's waiting for you at the end of that aisle. You know what I'm saying? It's not your birthday. Why else are we here? You know, so <laughs> I think for me, I would just want something way more low-key um, for a proposal. It doesn't have to be all over the top like that um, for, for me. You know, some people, they want all that. They want a mini wedding for their proposal. <laughs> <laughs> and... um yeah. I'm just not that chick. But and then and then so I said to you, I said to you, I said, but it's not just about you. Like it's not just your moment. Right. So I said, I think that if someone took that time for you to do that, well, I hear you. And I said, I, I think that I agreed. I said, but it's not just about you. Um and so I said that all I care about <laughs> is just the thought of it all. The thought of me. Um, you know, first and foremost, uh I I want I, I I want to make sure that my family's blessing, my father's blessing, um, has been given. Mm-hmm. Like that is uh, something that I haven't um, had. Right. Now I'm not saying he hasn't been supportive, but the blessing of asking for my hand has never been given to my father. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I don't care. I don't care how it's done. <laughs> I just don't care. Like I, I, it's not up to me. I'm not planning it. So if someone has gone through, uh, and taken the time, even if it's over the top, if they've spent time and money to do that for me, like, I don't like great, whatever. Um, but as long as the thought has been given and asked of my father, I don't care what happens after. So, um, yeah, it, it doesn't matter to me because it, it, that, that, that piece means more to me than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, that means that you actually have a relationship with the fa- developed with my father, yep. with my family to, to be comfortable enough and, and knowing that, you know, what what you're going to get. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I really don't care. I don't think that I have a, a dream uh, proposal, you know, thinking about the two that I got. <laughs> um, that thought wasn't there. And, and aside from the piece of, of asking for my father's blessing. Um, yeah, there was no thought put into the moment. It was just uh, it was just there. So, um yeah, I want, I don't care. I, I don't have a dream. I, I think the only thing that I, I, I would require, because that's not a dream, but I, it, it is a requirement that you have my, my, my family, my dad's blessing in that mm-hmm. moment. So I don't, I don't, I don't care what it looks like. If he wants to ball out and fly me to Paris and put me under the Alpha Tower when the light's about to go out, like, let's go. That is insane. You know? If if he wants to have a whole family event where all the family handing me roses walking down, let's go. Because I know that at that moment, like you're not doing this just to do it. You've do you're doing it because you've you've taken the steps to even get to this moment. So I wouldn't care what it looks like because it's not just about me. So that's what I say. I don't have a dream. I just have one requirement, <laughs> and that's just that. So. I understand. Yeah. I get with it. I get that. Like as a daddy's girl, I would assume that anyone who even was considering that would know that they have to 
talk you would talk think to people, my dad. you would think so, these men would know but they know they know but you know i don't want to assume because what they say when you assume you make an ass out of you and me listen but listen all right girl well let's get these good vibes going okie dokie let me get it and get up out of here let me get it going hold on we put in some time today i'm trying to tell you <laughs> all righty hold on here we go that's right all right ready ready oh wait let me oh, introduce okay. it <laughs> okay so good vibes this uh today um i heard this clip from from tabitha brown who y'all know i love like i love me some tab uh still think she needs a personal stylist but that's neither here nor there uh i do love some tab <laughs> the shade uh but um there was this recent thing, you know, she always shares her thoughts early morning or something and always says, you know, I don't know who this is for, but I just want to share it. And so this was posted, I think, a week ago. Um, and it really it really touched me in a way that um, I don't know. It just let me know that that even in these moments when you have to to make the decision to to love you more, like it's OK. And there's something else behind it. But I just wanted first, to play this just, clip. I got put me first. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's been my motto for the past week. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to play your song, though. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, your clip. You ready? It was how much longer are you going to keep trying to force love that's one sided? You are loving and loving. I mean, you are just going over and beyond, almost killing yourself to show somebody that you love them but they're not giving it back to you. And listen, love should not be conditional and love should never be one-sided. You deserve to feel love. The same love you put out, you should receive, right? You should never feel like somebody is tolerating you. You should feel celebrated, not tolerated, right? Love should not be one-sided. You deserve better than that. Okay, I know that you spent a lot of time on this person, but they haven't spent the same amount of time or energy on you. You've been in this relationship by yourself and you deserve so much more. And you know this, but you're afraid and I get it. But it's time to back up, really assess the situation and move forward into loving yourself. The way that you've put love into somebody else. So, why is that? You deserve to love yourself the way. All right. So, that is good vibes. Um, I love the message. It was really just, um, to me, again, a message that, that hit home. I think, you know, I've said before that I think people get into these relationships that are completely one sided um, and there's a ton of effort being put in by one person more than the other. And you deserve the same love that you, that you give, you deserve the same effort. So I love the message. Um, make sure that you're celebrated and not tolerated. So I love the message, but that is good vibes. Um, let's get into this rating of the wine 
All right. Diva. Um, I still stand by my uh, initial take on it. I do feel that this gives way more of a traditional red vibe than that sweet um, Shiraz that you would normally expect to get with the Shiraz. I'm not saying it's awful, but, um, and I would probably drink it again, but just under the expectation of knowing that it's not going to be that sweet, fun kind of wine that I was anticipating, um, as far as that's concerned. But with that being said, I was expecting something different than I got. So I'm only going to give this 19 Crimes 2020 Shiraz, um, roll that back real quick. We're talking about whether we will be <laughs> spitting yeah, or swallowing. <laughs> Some things are still going to remain the same in 2023. Oh but um, oh so <laughs> though I did swallow, I will say, I don't know if I, again, I would buy it under the expectation of it being that fun, sweet wine. I would probably buy it again, but might, maybe even more so to use for cooking purposes versus okay. to be drinking because um, it is kind of dry um and so with that being said it wasn't what i expected i'm gonna give it three wine glasses out of five all right um so <clears throat> i love a good prosecco so i'm gonna say i'm actually really impressed with 19 crimes cali gold um by snoop i i'm a fan I got to say, I'm a fan. I, it's not, um, it doesn't have the, that normal Prosecco bite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's actually a pretty pretty good Prosecco. Uh, you know, I, I haven't given anything ever, I think, a five wine glasses. And this actually is probably going to be a first. Um, but again, You're I just am just happy because it's the new year and you got a new job. Give it, the, go on and give it four. Listen, nothing for nothing. I've been working hard and earning earning every dime, so I ain't giving no rating away. <laughs> uh, this one is actually really good. I'm actually really impressed with this 19 Crimes Cali Gold. I'm going to give it five um, for for the prosecco that it is. Again, um, I I am a a true prosecco fan, so um, this is something that I will definitely buy again. Um, this is something I will have in the house. This is something I will certainly. And you know I'm mad at you because I was going to go grab me one. And you were like, no, no, no. We'll just do the two well, different yeah, ones. Yeah, I was like, there's no point. You know, but no, certainly I I am really impressed with this. Uh, Snoop, if you're listening, this is definitely a winner. Um, I'm actually really impressed with it. And uh, this is officially my first five. Well, that's good that I've given any. his Cali Red is good. Now, that rosé was not. It was, like just, it was just, it was just, but his Cali Red is good. Yeah. So No, this is, yeah, this is really good. I'm actually impressed. And um it's price price wise actually it's it's a it's a it's a pretty reasonably priced prosecco so i'm 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 actually <laughs> glad it was twenty dollars out here i don't know what you paid out there no it was it was uh fifteen see how they be ripping you off in Fredericksburg yeah so it was a it's a good price so guys if you enjoy prosecco uh i do give this five wine glasses out of five so a perfect score um mm-hmm. uh yay snoop. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. I also want to get into our uh, black business. I know that we try to do these as we have them. So I wanted to take a minute to shout out my girl, uh, Rolanda Lee. 
um, I hit her up and I said, I said, Hey, I said, can you tell me a little bit about your business? I want to make sure we, we have an opportunity to, uh, to spotlight it in our black business corner here on reservation for three. Uh, and she said, Oh, well, no, I just have a page. And I said, Okay, so do you have a bio? She says, No, I said, Okay, but you are taking new business. She says, Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so uh, Rolanda is uh, one of my, my very, very, very good friends. She and I met um, quite some time ago, in the eighth grade. <laughs> she was actually my first friend when I, I moved uh, to uh, Maryland. So um, Rolanda and I go back. Um, she has a a t-shirt business, design business, I think similar to, you know, a lot of what people are doing, but uh, she is doing her thing now. So she's creating t-shirts and, um, uh, you know, she has the the mugs and, and, you know, all types of things that she is creating and designing um, according to requests. So I hit her up because I needed to make us some shirts as a surprise for our trip uh, to Cali for the game. So I wanted to get him a uh, personalized 49ers sweatshirt and I needed to get my personalized commander sweatshirt and she did the damn thing. I'll make sure that I do post them when I uh, tag her business when we post um, on our page. But she is at uh, I underscore M underscore T's underscore N underscore things. I M T's N things uh, on Instagram. So I will make sure that I tag her. Uh, you guys check her out. She said that she is taking the business. So um, if you guys need anything made, uh, looks like she has the capacity to do large orders as well. Kind of checking out her website uh, well, the, the Instagram page, at least uh, she does have, you know, uh, she's done looks like large orders. So if you need that done for large orders or like me, just need something quick, uh, definitely reasonably priced, um, responsive. And I'm not just saying that because she's my friend, <laughs> uh, but certainly there for your needs. So check out Rolanda Lee, uh, Black Business for our first show of the year okay uh, great job Rolanda really great work thank you so much again I appreciate you and I will be posting uh, both of the shirts that she made for me wonderful and I will definitely check her out because you know I always <laughs> need right, something for something so <laughs> all right did we get everything did we cover everything we got, we got a lot if we miss something we then done. it's just missed we got it done we put in the work today didn't we didn't we <laughs> All right. All right. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, we do appreciate you. Um, we are back. I want to get back into the swing of things. Um, I have to tell you, I forgot I told you I did my interview with the mentor program yesterday. So hopefully we'll be uh, getting an answer oh, on that yesterday soon. Yesterday was a double interview day. Someone else had an interview yesterday too. Someone else in the circle. Who had an interview? Uh, my girl Aisha. So mm-hmm. hopefully y'all both hey, will get some good, you know, my two A's. Hopefully y'all both will get some good uh some good news yeah. this week. Yeah, but we are ready to so. get um, reservation for three back in the swing and back on track. Um, and coming to you guys uh, frequently, as frequently as we did for last year. Looking forward to this year and <laughs> certainly all that's to come. I hope that the next time you hear my voice, I will be able to tell you which y'all will be attending the Beyonce concert. Mm, yeah. uh, which city? Because that's I may be attending too. Who knows? Uh, but thank you guys for <laughs> listening. I'm be attending too. Somebody is thank balling because I'm going to one. If that, listen. oh, I'm gonna hope she do it like she did Coachella, and I'm gonna listen. just watch it at home. I'm gonna set my alarm and get up on get up early. I'm gonna be there. 
thank you guys for listening. <laughs> we appreciate you so much. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at Apple underscore Jacks 23 Diva. What am I on Twitter? What am I on oh Twitter? I, at, wait, True Diva, T-R-U-D-E-V-A on Twitter. And, um, <laughs> you know, still the housing Diva, D-E-V-A on Instagram. Hey. But um, definitely look look me up on Twitter too. And though he wasn't uh-huh. here, you want to get, I don't even want to try it. I know it. It, it, is the, it is at Professor X as in X-ray, S as in Sam, H as in Henry, G as in George, right? X X S H G. Yeah, I'm I'm right. If you want to find a professor, just follow us on Twitter (laughs) and Instagram (laughs) at R E S underscore F O R underscore three. That works too. uh, (laughs) At Res underscore four (laughs) underscore three. You can find us individually and the professor, whatever his Twitter name is, which I refuse to learn. um, (laughs) On both IG (laughs) and Twitter, Uh, please please do follow us. Uh, We follow back. We like to talk and engage, so please do so. Um, In addition, of course, you can find us uh, and all of our shows and links to all of our network shows um, the UNU network on Twitter and IG at U A N D U underscore network is something for everyone we got a little bit of everything a little bit of everything over there so check us out Um, but thank you guys for listening happy new year Um, we hope that you guys hang with us tell a friend hope to gain back our two followers we lost Mm -mm. (laughs) We just want to gain new friends. Yeah, find your friend. Uh, so, <laughs> until our next reservation where we look forward to the professor yes. uh, getting back to work. Uh, until our next reservation, peace, love, and blessings. Bye. Bye.
same time. 